What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up to Sitting podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson. And ladies and gentlemen, happy Monday. At least that is when the show is coming out. If it's another day, happy day. Happy day. Another blessing, another opportunity to improve, to grow, and to get closer, to get closer to our fullest potential. I want to start off with a little housekeeping. So as the show continues to grow, because of you and because of your commitment to growing this community and growing yourself, I want to really add value at an even higher level. And I found so much fulfillment and satisfaction and joy with the interviews that we did for the Women in Wellness series. So we are going to continue bringing in the best and brightest minds in health, in wellness, in entrepreneurship to you, sharing their story, sharing their struggles, sharing their successes so we can all learn and really be empowered to go out there and pursue our passion, pursue our purpose like these guests are doing. While there are going to be interview shows lasting about an hour long, I am still going to continue doing the solo casts, which again, will be 15 to 20 minutes, really trying to cover topics that are relevant to you, because that's who the show is for. So just wanted to mention those couple things. And thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in right now. It genuinely means the world that you are standing up to sitting. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, if you haven't already, I just released the Stand Up to Sitting ebook. This includes tons of different alternative postures and simple solutions that you can implement in the workplace to really optimize your movement, creativity, and productivity throughout the day. So check that out. The link is in my Instagram bio, and you can just click that. It'll maybe ask for your email. You'll download it, and it'll be all yours. And tell your friends and family to do the same. I literally put three months of hard work and effort into this. So I want you to take full advantage of it. All right. Again, it's completely free. No strings attached. All right. So today's show, today's show is all about optimizing our brain. You might be listening to the show right now and be struggling with things like mental fog or poor memory retention, mental fatigue, or even chronic disease, diabetes, obesity. You might be struggling with something and not know why, not know the cause. 
because it's really fascinating talking about brain health because a study performed by the AARP found that while over 90% of Americans believe brain health to be very important, few know how to maintain or improve it. So we're going to dive in a few tactics and strategies to really improve our brain health. And the Journal of the American Medical Association reported that it takes 17 years on average for scientific discoveries to be put into day-to-day clinical practice. So we find ourselves moving through the motions as the old narrative continues, but it doesn't have to be this way, guys. It does not have to be this way. And that's why platforms like this are so great because we can really push the needle and grow this knowledge, grow this movement and make a huge impact while doing so. Okay. So you may know someone in your life or a friend or something along these lines who is experiencing Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's generally happens to people in their seventies, their eighties, their nineties, and it's being called type three diabetes. There's currently around 5 million people in the U.S. suffering with Alzheimer's, and that number is going to triple in the next few years. So we've talked about it before, but disease all stems from inflammation, inflammation, and inflammation stems from lifestyle choices. We're often told this narrative, and we're going to bust through some myths today. Because we're often told this narrative that our genes are our destiny. And that couldn't be further than the truth. Because recent recent studies and findings have shown that epigenetics, our choices affect our gene expression more than anything else. Yeah, you might have a parent or uncle who's had cancer or some other terminal illness or some other disease, that doesn't mean you're destined to get it. So please do not take the power away from yourself because you have so much more control than we are thought to believe. Our choices affect our gene expression. Our choices affect our our destination. And another myth that we're going to bust is that for the longest time, doctors believe that the brain would undergo a fierce period of growth until about the age of 25. And then after that, it would gradually decline. But in the mid nineties, we discovered something called neuroplasticity. And this is the idea of neurogenesis, right? That the creation of new brain cells lasts a lifetime. So we don't stop developing our brain and our brain cells at age 25. Absolutely not. Until the day we die, we continue to grow, but we need to know the tools and tactics that are really going to optimize this growth to its fullest potential. So when we talk about health, especially brain health, right, it comes down to a few things. It comes down really to our lifestyle choices, right? 
It comes down to our lifestyle choices. And so often we are eating food, quote unquote food. Sometimes it's Franken food that is driving our body with inflammation and forcing bottlenecks throughout the body. Okay. And this could look like sugars. This could look like vegetable oils, simple carbohydrates. So many of these processed foods that we, that we're so accustomed to eating and being exposed to are just driving those inflammation levels up. And again, inflammation is the driver of disease. We're, we're, in a, we're in a state in 2019 where stress has never been at an all-time high. And stress toxifies the brain. And of course, there's good stress, right? There's good stress, acute stress. But this chronic stress that so many of us find ourselves in through the course of the day is really toxifying our brain. And finally, the stagnation. Right? How many of us are spending a majority of our day sitting? Not only physical stagnation, but thermal stagnation. And thermal stagnation is just not enough exposure to different types of climates and temperatures. And that's another reason, again, that I'm such a big proponent and advocate of the infrared sauna and the ice bath because it really trains our body in these different extremes. It makes us more resilient. It might have just sound like I was shitting on you, shitting on society. Oh my gosh, our brain health is terrible. We're going to all die of disease. We're going to get Alzheimer's. Okay, I know it might have sound, sounded bleak. That's not my intention. My intention is to just bring you awareness to the current situation. And maybe if you're super healthy and you, you have knowledge and awareness of these lifestyle practices and protocols, but chances are most of your friends, most of your family, most of the people in your network don't. So really it's up to you to be a leader, lead by example, inform them, communicate with them, let them know how their choices are affecting their health, their outcome, and, and the outcome in life of their loved ones. So Three solutions. And I want to give you a full disclosure. This is going to be just part one of optimizing our brain health because we could literally go on for hours on end. But I try to keep these shows pretty, pretty efficient. 15 to 20 minutes. I want to give you a lot of juicy content, but we're going to save some more for part two. So three solutions to improve your brain health. All right. Let's do this. I want you to think about FMT. FMT. F, fuel with real food. Fuel with real food. What does that mean? It, remain, it means removing a lot of this sugar. And sugar can come in a lot of different ways. It might not say sugar on the ingredients. So we need to be more cognizant and aware of how to read these food labels. And we'll go over that as well in future episodes. And if you have specific questions, reach out to me directly. Okay, so removing sugar, removing these processed foods and vegetable oils, because these vegetable oils, a recent study showed that they can stay up into our digestive tract for up to 19 days. So that's corn oil, vegetable oil, canola oil, peanut oils, uh, 
what a, sunflower oil, all of these oils, right? So removing those. And I know that sounds drastic, but gradually getting some of them out of your daily diet, okay? And then we need to prioritize omega-3 and DHA. DHA is the, um, the most abundant structure of healthy brain cells that we have. Where do we get DHA? Where do we get it? We get it from things like wild-caught salmon, sardines, krill. These things are so rich in it. If you are vegan listening to this, you got to supplement. Find a high-quality fish oil or krill oil, okay? Foods like extra virgin olive oil, avocados, leafy greens, pure dark chocolate, dark berries, dark leafy greens, pasture-raised eggs, red meat. And we'll go into why these foods are so powerful for the brain next episode. But just keep in mind, those are some of the foods that you want to add. Number two, move your body. Move your body because as the body moves, the brain grooves. We get that dose, that D-O-S-E, that dopamine, that oxytocin, that serotonin, and those endorphins. And when we have those neurotransmitters firing on all cylinders, that is a fun place to be. That is when our joy, our happiness, our presence of mind is going to be at its fullest. So how can we activate these neurotransmitters? By moving, moving our bodies. So simply by sitting less and moving more and doing things like going on walks outside and playing sports doing intentional breathing exercises, being mindful of your posture. Because when you're slouched over, that's going to secrete your neurotransmitters. And a great one, a great one is to dance. I actually just posted a video last night of me dancing at Daybreaker. Um, and I'm, I don't claim to be a good dancer, but I just love to move, jump, bend, have fun. And what dancing does is it challenges our neurons to make new connections, right? It challenges our neurons to make new connections. And that goes for playing different sports too. So many of us get accustomed to doing the same sort of workout. We get so comfortable, so good at yoga or CrossFit, whatever your preferred modality is, that we are hesitant to venture to new things, right? So trying these new movements is really going to strengthen your connection in the brain. And number three, we just talked about it. Try new things. Try new things. I don't know about you, but I have for sure, for sure been guilty of saying like, oh, you know, I kind of want to learn the drums or the guitar, but I'm way too old. I'm 28. Like, there's no chance. And it's so ridiculous because we have so much life in front of us. We have so much life in front of us. And when we try new things, that's when we really take advantage of neuroplasticity. All of these new wires in our brain are firing new connections. 
And just like kids, they're constantly learning new things. They're learning how to walk. They're learning how to read. They're learning how to write. They're learning how to play a new sport or do gymnastics, play soccer, whatever it is. And then we gradually lose that as we get older. So let's do our best to continue to try something new. It could even be trying a new food or a new route to work or a new exercise at the gym. Just try doing one thing new each and every day. It can be small. And remember, our nervous system craves these new challenges. Our nervous system doesn't want us to do the same exact thing every day. And you've probably heard of this thing called muscle memory. And your body starts to just like literally do these things automatically because it's so used to it. We need to keep challenging our body, keep challenging the brain. All right. So remember, FMT, fuel with real food. Move your body and try new things. That's what life is all about. Self-discovery, trying new shit, getting out there, falling on our face, getting back up and repeating the process. Alrighty, fam. I hope these tips helped inspire you to really take action, take action of your mental health, of your brain, of your being. And as always, I want to leave you with three questions to ask yourself, because we all know the quality of life is determined by the quality of questions that we ask ourselves. So number one, what foods are you eating and how do they make you feel? This is so important. This is something I have all of my clients do when they start working with me is really just make a food journal because we have the ability to be our own doctor write down what you're eating and then write down how that makes you feel 30 minutes or 60 minutes after because you're going to notice some patterns hey you know after i after i have that salad with with salmon you know i feel energized i feel i feel ready to attack the day and after i have that that bowl of pasta i feel a little lethargic i don't feel as clear mentally those are just a couple examples but really build awareness to how you feel so ask yourself, what foods are you eating and how do they make you feel? Be honest with yourself. Number two is what is something that you've always wanted to try? I want you to think back. Think back the last three years, five years, 10 years. What's something you've always had an itch to try, but you never scratch the itch. It's time to scratch that fucking itch. What is something you've always wanted to try? Number three, how many hours a day do you spend sitting? How many hours a day do you spend sitting? And again, guys, this is all to bring awareness. Because once we're aware of our habits, then, then we can take action. Then we have the power to go and change them. But if we're in denial, if we're not aware, then how are we supposed to do anything about it? How many hours are you spending a day sitting? That includes driving, eating, sitting watching TV, sitting at work, add those up, get a rough estimate. If it's over three, then we have a problem. My guess is yours is going to be over eight to 10. Again, no judgment, no judgment. I've been there sitting on my ass all day. That's why I'm so inspired to get people moving because I've been there sitting on my ass, wasting my beautiful body away. And I don't want you to do the same. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope 
something I said here in these last 20 minutes inspired you to take some sort of action, that is ultimately what I hope. If it's one person that got impacted these words, that means the world. And I hope that one person shares this show, shares this message with somebody in their life. And guys, as always, as always, keep the conversation going. Tag me on Instagram. Tell me, tell me what you gained, what insight you gained from this show. Tell me something that I can do better. Tell me something that you're going to do. Tell me, tell me an action you're going to take right now. What's a food you're going to eliminate? What's a food you're going to add? What's something new you're going to try? I want to know how you are going to keep evolving as a human being. So you already know what time it is. It's time to take care of your mind and stand up to sit in.